the biggest stories from the pages of the London Free Press and LFPress.com. This is the London Free Press Podcast with your host, Rachel Gilbert. Welcome to the London Free Press Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Gilbert. Well, we've already talked a few times about the $25 million homelessness plan that dozens of organizations in London are working on. The money was donated by an anonymous family who still wishes to remain anonymous, but now they're speaking out. And today I'm talking with Randy Richmond, who got the exclusive anonymous interview with that family and their reasons for donating this money to create a whole of community response to homelessness. Hi, Randy. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Good. I know you've been following this story for some time since the beginning, and we've we've talked with you a few times about it. Did you know who the family was before this interview? No, I had no idea um, who it was. I had some guesses that were wrong. Um, okay. Probably many people have some guesses that are wrong. Okay. And then I uh, was working um, with some of the organizers of the of the whole community response and asked if I could uh, speak and took a while, but um, the donor agreed. Uh, the husband agreed to talk on behalf of he himself and his wife. And uh, okay, yeah, it was, um, yeah, it was not a name I had expected. Put it that way. Okay. All right. So they've, they've talked to you. So you know who they are, but how many people actually know who they are? Do you know? That's a good question. I know there'd be a few, um, you know, the, the mayor and some others, I think people involved with the London Community Foundation, which is holding mm-hmm. on to the fund. Mm-hmm. Um, no. And the people who contacted me with the person. No. So I th- it's out there uh, among some people. But and, you know, but it's I, but, not uh, a, a glow. It's not a known thing yet. No, it's not a known thing yet. It's not um, now. And he might um, he might make it a known thing at some point. Um, OK. Um, but for the moment, yes, it's not known who he is. Okay. Second, I'm just and he, to... they want to remain anonymous. Why Why does he want to remain anonymous? Because we all think, what an amazing thing. We should celebrate these people. Yeah. And, you know, this, and the person has, you know, if I look at his background, um, was certainly well known in many communities and, um, is probably well known among the philanthropy community and also in the business community, very well known, but he's always, and his wife always had this belief that they're not doing it for themselves or to get attention. So they've given money before loss, I think, from what Mm -hmm. he said, um, to different organizations, but they never wanted their name on a building. As he said, they never wanted their name attached to it. So this kind of quiet philanthropy has been going on for a long time for them and they just don't want to be front and center as they say and the other interesting thing is their background they have friends and some of their friends know they are well off obviously um Mm -hmm. from their lifestyle but they don't they don't want their friends to know how big of a deal they are to put it that way or how much they give or anything like that they don't want it to affect their friendships that they've built up over the years you know people look at you differently Mm -hmm. when they find out you have lots of money yeah i guess i don't know that (laughs) personally but (laughs) we wouldn't know that i don't know that either but (laughs) from what i've heard um so it's like when people win the lottery and the and then you know all these uh far distant cousins come out of the woodwork right 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 so you know it's i think you know if if you're friends with this this family you know that they have some money because they they go on trips Mm -hmm. and things but maybe not to this extent and um, very quiet 
um, very classic small town Ontario upbringing. Very, you, you know, that kind of a, we see it a lot here in Southwest Ontario, where, you know, you, you keep your, you keep things to yourself. You are, mm -hmm. you know, you keep, you're not boastful or you show too much pride sure. uh, or anger or anything. You kind of, you know, you keep life or you're kind of stoic, I guess that kind of a small very town. Humble. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So are they from, they're from the London area? Like, have they grown up in this area? Now they've grown up in Southwestern Ontario. Okay. Um, what, and it's like, like, it's kind of a range of where they're from, like from, you know, Kitchener on all the way down to Windsor kind of areas is sort of where they've grown up. Um, and, but a, a strong base here for many, many years um, as his career took off. Um, she had a career too. I don't want to say because it may become too apparent. Sure. Um, but kind of had to get that up because as his career took off, he started to, to work overseas and uh, see the world, um, lots of the world, and then ended up, uh, you know, at the top of his game and uh, before he retired. Sure. So they've, as you mentioned, they've always been philanthropists. They've always given money, and in in particular, his wife is has really liked to um approach people who are homeless talk with them engage with them and give them money gift cards things like that so this is not a new thing for them no it's not and you have to admire her there's not many people who you know just get out and and talk to people on the street um it can be daunting and uh but she apparently has this ability to and this part of her human nature just to get out and talk to people and help them yeah so they've been doing this for a long time um, you know, almost 10 years they've been doing this kind of a thing, just, you know, seeing people and handing them out things, knowing that that wasn't enough. Also, they've been contributing to organizations, um, you know, in, in the millions of dollars wow. to different organizations with two different things. Um, and, but after the last couple of years, they've thought this is just not enough, neither way, you know, neither right in their face, helping them, giving them, Tim Hortons cards, nor handing organizations money. They say the organizations organizations have done great jobs. They love the people, they support them, but you know they started thinking, well, maybe this is not enough. You know mm -hmm. that they need something needed a big a big shakeup. Okay, because we we had talked before about how there are so many organizations involved in this plan, and until now, it's very well, and even still now, it's very piecemeal, right? Because you you go here for one thing, you go here for another thing. So I guess that's what spurred this donation. And and what was the initial, what was their initial hope for this $25 million? What were well, they thinking I, would happen? Well, yeah, yeah, just to go back to what you're right, they they started to think about this the same time those organizations started to get together in the winter over the so-called three summits that led to this big new plan or new system, which is going to be, um, you know, 24-7 shelters slash community service hubs and far more supportive housing units. So they're starting to think about it too. And what, what he said to me, their thought is, you know, they wanted to give a big donation to something. And all of a sudden they heard about this plan and thought, wow, this could be it. So they're hoping that this really kickstarts uh, the new system. They also really want other wealthy people and other Londoners to step in. Um, as he said to me, he's not the richest. I mean, they're not. He said, there's lots of money in this city. And they're hoping that by coming forward, they can encourage others to help out because homelessness is a really tough thing to give money to, right? It's, 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 it seems almost impossible to solve. 
it mm-hmm. seems. And, you know, some people just don't like um, helping people who are addicted to drugs or people who are suffering mental illness. They don't like it or, or they're afraid that it won't work or they want to help, but they don't know how. So they're taking this bold step and they have not put any strings on this money except it goes to this new new system response, this new whole community response. It does not have to go to this kind of a housing unit or that kind of a shelter. They are totally trusting the people running this show to do the right thing. That's right. just a really, really courageous thing to do. With a lot of, with a lot of money. Twenty five million is a lot, but it's not enough to, you know, solve homelessness. No, no. And they're willing to put up another five million dollars if Londoners can find five million dollars. But, you know, they're hoping that, you know, maybe 50, 60 million total by the time they're done. Mm-hmm. And then that leverage and his name, if it gets out in government circles or the higher levels, mm-hmm. you know, that that helps. That gets money from the government. So if you got this per- serious a person with this kind of business experience to believe in this, then I think government officials as well are going to say, well, maybe London's got something good going on here. Yeah. When you talk to him, he he mentioned that, that, you know, he's heard a lot of questions and uh, skepticism about this plan. Like, you know, why are you helping these people? They're on drugs. Some of them don't even want help. Why don't you pick another cause like Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, can- cancer, any you know, something like that that could go to research. Um, and that and that this is a very uncontrolled plan. It's a very kind of pie in the sky idea. Right. Yeah. And, and he's got answers. Sorry. He's got answers to all those questions. He does. It does seem very pie in the sky. And I asked him all those uh, questions and he's heard it from from other people, I think, already. You know, why? What the heck? To him, other other causes have lots of support and money. Uh, he loves London. He and his wife love London. They want to help London. They want it to be a healthier city for everybody. He knows and understands that uh, homelessness and people struggling on the street uh, presents a real challenge for for other people who want to go downtown. Nobody's nobody's comfortable, right? I mean, nobody's comfortable down there. Um, so he wants to make the city better for everybody. Uh, and I, you know, he in his mind, as a you know a former executive, he thinks he's got there is a plan. He said there's a problem. Mm-hmm. There's um, money now. There are there's you know solutions being worked on. He, he really admires that people are working on it. Quite impressed by them, so for him, he's got what he needs to uh, to make this plan work. I, you know, I don't know his business background that well. I don't think he can rise without having some vision, without mm-hmm. taking some risks. But yes, this this one I, I would put to him when I talk to him again someday. This might be riskier than riskier than any business decision he's made. Yeah, um, he has a lot of faith in Londoners, both the people who are going to donate and the people who are going to leave. I think there's probably a lot of people, and I mean, you you can correct me if I'm wrong, but you've talked to a lot of them that think it takes somebody like this who has this much money to get the ball rolling on something as big as this, right? Right, it does. And um, he, you know, specifically mentioned the Ivy family, which has done so much to help London over the years. And you know, they've they've done things like this, and and so he he does think it takes one person with courage to, or one family, he and his wife, to give this kind of money out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, he doesn't and that's interesting because he really really they really don't want their names out there but i think they're going to, going to eventually reveal who they are because they know that a name attached to a cause can help mm-hmm. you know because you know when you find out who he is and his wife is there'll be a lot of people who will say wow this guy knows what he's doing in life this guy's done you know in a very quiet pragmatic 
way has done a lot and has been very successful. So maybe this is a good idea. So he knows he has to do that, might have to do that eventually. He doesn't like it, but he will do it for this cause, he said. Yeah. Um, and 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 you did mention a little bit about this, but the in the story, when you talk to him, he says that he and his wife have noticed changes downtown, specifically over the past three years, that the homelessness problem has gotten worse, which which we knew about, too. But what have they seen? What kinds of things? Well, for them, it's it's just been the, the number of people out there that they've seen and, you know, the, the kind of that element of fear that everybody has uh, out there and you know they're a little they have some trepidation themselves they you know he said we used to walk along these streets and now it's kind of like some days you don't even want to get out of your car right and it's not that it's just that there's more more homeless people downtown um they are in other areas of the city too old east and you know up richmond and everybody seems a little more desperate and i think that's very very uh a post-covid thing covid as we know shut down services um, and now we have after COVID, we have high rents and inflation. It just seems like the numbers are growing and the desperation of people are growing. And that can, you know, frontline workers themselves say that can lead to more violence, right? And more a lack of safety for everybody, including homeless people. So, yeah, it's daunting out there. And they understand that. They understand that, you know, it's it's tough it's downtown now. And, you know, yeah. and, and they want to help fix it. They want to make it thrive again and that, you know it's that's their goal to bring London back so where is the plan as it stands now they've had a few summits um these organizations are talking and and where are we at now well they've done a lot of behind the scenes work which is really hard to report on because it's it's just you know what as they call in the social service workers world tables they've got tables set up in other words they've got subcommittees set up they have who they want leading different areas Mm-hmm. Um, they have a group coming together who's going to oversee the fund, um, so-called cabinet. Okay. They are still planning um, and working hard to try to get some th- some of these uh, centers built in the fall. I think the plan that I've heard last is that in maybe later this month or July, counselors and the public might start to see some of the initial ideas. But I think those initial ideas are going to be sort of criteria. What where should places go not where they're going to go but what kind of rules you know you don't want a shelter you know although many people in shelter are fine and healthy or not healthy but are, are trying to get healthy you know you don't may not want them 20 feet from an elementary school or you know just these things you know for whatever reasons or maybe you know maybe you want them in different areas of the city so they're going to come up with those criteria and then i think they're going to have some discussions about it and then i think this fall in the meantime, when things happen, for example, there's a, a, a indwell building, I believe, that's that's going to be part of supportive housing because when things happen, they're not going to say you can't do this because it's not part of the plan. They're going to say, mm. great, we'll roll it into the plan and we'll help you oversee it and all that. And places okay. like organizations are are well on board with that idea. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's certainly a lot to do, but the ball is rolling. The money is there. Hopefully we'll we'll get some more money attracted to this program and we'll definitely follow your reporting on all of this right and i gotta i just gotta say one more time this is this um husband and wife are impressive and uh i hope that uh, we all get to know who they are i hope so too are you sure you can't just let it slip (laughs) right now i just can't do that (laughs) all right thank you so much randy i'm sure we'll talk to you again soon about this all right thanks